Welcome everyone to the Critical Strike Podcast, episode 16, one of my favorite numbers in the world uh, because it is my favorite number times my favorite number. It's four. Now in not useless information, I'm caffeinated if you can't tell. I have a full belly. I'm full of energy and very excited to be here. In not useless information, we've got a distinguished guest along with the two usual suspects, Meg Kay and Tyler Esguera. We've got Bloop back. Bloop. One, very good to see you. Uh, welcome back to the Critical Strike Podcast. Now that we've got video in living color, we can Ta-da. see your wonderful shining face and your your yes. blue and black uh, uh, soundproof panels. How are you, my friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we are we are a legit bros- uh, a legit podcast now. So yep. happy, yeah. happy 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 about that. And uh, as I told you before. Hope the game is not as hard as the first time because it was <laughs> it was really a, 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 it was really a, a hard time for me, especially the the, the Cecil thing and Man, that was yeah. I don't know. That was yeah, rough. Yeah, I don't know. If you ask me today again, I don't remember the team now. So I I, I checked on the <laughs> Wikipedia, but I don't even remember the team name. So uh, I, I don't know. Either. To be fair, I don't either, to be honest. So. Yeah, it's I mean, in a no, doc somewhere. Nobody does. We can probably go find it. But like, <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah it, it's buried in a Google Doc somewhere. But uh, not in. Uh, we, we can do the NA Amateur podcast as like a 16.5 bonus edition. I know you guys are fiending for it, but right now we've got to talk about the LEC, uh, unfortunately. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, a, a wild weekend in... Not as wild as maybe the first couple series, but um, Fnatic out. Schalke out, and it is the top three that maybe not everyone was like fully expecting, but Rogan G2 are still in it, and Mad Lions, it was either going to be kind of, you know, it was them, Fnatic, and Schalke, each had a case for who's the third best team, who's going to make that run, uh, but they're the ones that will await uh, the two kings of Europe in G2 and Rogue. And this, I don't think, is how we expected it to go. Uh, now, there, there are 10,000 things to dissect here, but let's start with Fnatic, because I think the, the finish was disappointing as far as fanatic standards but if you take a closer look at kind of this roster and everything that they've gone through and how they have actually performed it doesn't feel all that like gut-wrenching i don't think yeah i i look at the like okay imagine you take away all the names you take away the organization name from like the, the actual like thing and you just look at a team that in the last three years have lost two of their face of the franchises and then they also come into this season having lost the longest tenured player of their roster and have to work with two new players in the mid and bot lane and you have a new coach. Mm-hmm. And they end up going to the second round of the playoffs. On, like From the outside looking in, it looks pretty good. But then as soon as you put in the name Fnatic, as soon as you put Whippo and, and Selfmade and Hilly, then you're like, ah, uh, mm. right? Yeah. I think that the Fnatic name brings a lot of expectations that... Like, might not be that fair, but at the same time, you look at these names that have been, like, has experienced so much, and you still, you, you can't help but say, man, you shouldn't be coming out of the, you can't be getting swept by Schalke. Yeah. Like, that's not something that should be happening, but Yeah, I, I, I agree on the on the name affecting the, the expectations, but also what the people, the people predictions in general, I feel like. Uh, because if you, like, watch the LEC, remove the, the name, the team name, the, the name of the players, you see a team that is not working and it's not playing good, especially um, last Super Week. I think it was something very key for for knowing that that team wasn't working. Obviously, they had the, the COVID issue and whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, coming to the playoffs um, against SK, I felt like there were favorite, but not super clear favorite. Like if SK won that series, wouldn't be a big surprise. And coming, yeah. and coming against Schalke... Um, taking account how uh, Fnatic play against uh, SK, they made a huge throw game two, and um, uh, Schalke was play- playing really well. Um, looks like it's a team that always step up when when it matters. So yeah, I I I, I saw Schalke as the clear favorites, like only taking the um, the um, the performance and how they were playing recently. Um, I think that the Good option, not the good option, but the the standard option. Uh, if you remove the the team name and the team uh, tax of the players, um, would be to to pick Schalke as a as a very favorite to looking into that series. But I think that the um, the fanatic name I'm playing uh, on that on that shirt um, affects the people opinions and the people expectations uh, a lot. I I agree with with Tyler hundred mm-hmm. percent. Meg, additional thoughts? 
Um, I mean, <laughs> I want to be sad and like I want to be. There's not even anything really you can be upset at with this roster. Like this is pretty much how they should have performed. They have they had a really shaky regular season. They've had two new players coming in. They've had a new coach. They had like some severe COVID issues. And they got to the second round of the playoffs and they lost to a team that just played better. It wasn't a case of like, oh, Fnatic, like, giga through or like, oh, they should have done this that they didn't do. I think Schalke just kind of played better than them. And that's fine. I wouldn't say they didn't giga through. Them. They, they, they did throw a few times. Like, there were times game, where Game two against like SK. Game two against yeah. SK was a massive, massive, was a massive through. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Against SK, yeah. I don't think yeah. against Schalke... Throw in plays that there was a point where they were significantly ahead. I well, feel game like three, game the, three. I think that the there was dive a time in bot lane was. That's exactly what I was yeah. gonna say. Was yeah. They won that bot was lane awful. fight. Yeah, yeah. and then and they just they just tossed kills to to Abadage randomly, and it's just like, why did you need to do that? And I think that's yeah, been a problem that, of Fnatic. Before that, they were in a pretty decent spot to get that game. But yeah. I mean, you you give Korkia a triple kill. And uh, the game is kinda, dinged. yeah, and it's yeah. a disaster. Yeah. But I think that that play reflects pretty well the fanatic issues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I feel like people is uh, getting mad to individuals. Uh, of course, I think Weibo Hailsand didn't have the best performance, and they are feels like now that Reckless is gone, Nemesis is gone, they don't have someone to say, okay, it's time to stop uh, going, going Stop inting in. for like two seconds, calm yeah, down, yeah. think and, about and, it. Um, I think Fnatic have good things to take from the split. Um, I'm very surprised about upset. Um, I My expectations were pretty low. I, I always thought that he was kind of kind of berated and a player that um, doesn't really... Um, do what people expect to do, especially in clutch moments like playoffs, mm-hmm. etc. So, I'm um, I'm surprised uh, his on his performance, but I don't really think that Fnatic have issues on a single individual. Of course, they need to improve uh, individually, but uh, during the whole split, I don't remember like five games in a row where I see the Fnatic games and I say, okay, they are on the same page. They look mm-hmm. like every everyone is. Two go ahead and then two don't want to engage. And that two people that went in are dead, so you can't fight anymore. Mm-hmm. Um I, I kind don't know. Like this this kind game. of this kind of place looked like they have to sit down during the season, like for a long time, and um agree between them how they want to play as a team and in the in the five uh in the five to five. Because of course, uh, Salma was pretty disappointed, I would say, especially because people had uh, very, very high expectations on him because he had uh, an amazing season uh, last year, of course. And mm-hmm. same for, for Weapon Hydesan. I think the Weapon Hydesan thing is more um, worrying, I would say. But but yeah, I don't really expect changes on Fnatic uh, moving into summer because I don't think it was really a problem with one individual. I, I right. feel like it's yeah. just the approach to the game. I feel like if game. you try and make changes now, if anything, you make the situation worse. Worse. You I, need I agree. to like accept that you did bad. You like you had no cohesion. You just you had a <laughs> bad split, and that's fine. But you need to take that and learn from it. And I feel like I'm really undecided on this because I can't tell if Whippo and Hillisang look bad because they are the two that are always going in and not being followed or whether they look bad because they're playing badly and in the environment Mm. that they're in it's kind of hard to tell and i think if we can see a little bit more cohesion coming out of this team in summer we can maybe see a more accurate representation of how whippo and hilly are actually performing because it won't like it won't just look like they've randomly decided, like they flipped a coin, it landed heads, so they decided to engage on five people. There might be a little bit like, more of a yeah. saving grace. And it's like each individual player had a coin, and it's like, all right, heads means go, tails means yeah. stop, and each individual player is like, yeah, that's what, that's what I got. So I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I mean, go, going in when when you are watching the game and say, okay, this isn't as good, a good idea, that's like the highly sang special, actually, for, for <laughs> a long time now. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like this the split was different. Like, he was he was going in, nobody was following him. Sometimes he did really good engages that people just didn't follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, for example, I, I see that he's 
working really well with upset. I feel like in in terms of uh, lane phase, weren't um, they like the most dominant? Like they constantly had two v two. Probably, shows, probably, like, and, and very stuff, aggressive right? and that. Yeah. But then in in team fights, look like that chemistry is gone with the rest of the team. So that that feels really weird for. Do you think for that it's like kind of like a lack of leadership? Because I know that, like for example, Yankos was talking about it when they lost per. Oh, well, not he didn't mention perks, but he said that nobody has stepped up to fill to lead the team, and. Fnatic's kind of in the same way where they lost a major person on their roster. Um, and from what you've been saying, right, they don't look cohesive in the 5v5. And they don't look cohesive with their macro and how they want to play the game later on. Because they might be good in the early stages, but as soon as it gets into like the, the mid to late game, they don't look good at all. Do you think it's kind of like a, a problem between not having someone to help make those decisions or like ground the team? Because it feels like Reckless does like was doing that to some kind of degree. You know what I mean? Like in terms of like maybe making mid to late game decisions because it does feel like they don't have a leader to help say calm down let's pull it back don't dive too too much or you know we shouldn't go for this team fight or let's commit to this team fight like it doesn't feel like they have that central person to make those decisions so yeah, i don't know I, I can see i can definitely see that like i i mm -hmm. feel like at least from what happened in, um just before reckless uh, leaf fanatic with uh, Wipong, Wipo taking like the leadership role, I feel like very, very, very strongly and openly. Um, I don't know if it's happening, if this is happening and this transition happening in game two, but yeah, looks like there is a lack of someone that say, okay, it's time to stop. Like, mm -hmm. let's play with All some cohesion. Let's play with some order. Let's play for I know objectives. Let's play for macro, one three one whatever we want right. to play to win the game. So, yeah, I, I can definitely definitely see that that lack of uh, figure that makes um, like the team... Some yeah, it, that makes the team be on the same page, basically, because I think that's yeah. the major problem for, for them. Yeah. 100%. So then, I mean, to me, it, it feels like those are things that you know that the players are individually gifted. You know that at times they have looked, you know, when they are, when things like cohesion coordination etc do work themselves out right it's not like you don't have the micro right it's like you i i find that in in conventional sports this kind of works as well as it's much easier to or it's much better to rein back aggression than to have to teach aggression and whatever that sixth sense of killer instinct is so it feels like fanatic they do have the pieces to build and i trust yamato and that coaching staff but again it's, it's an entirely new coaching staff as well right so and if there's a, a split to have a bad split it's it, it should be the spring split Right. Yeah. People 100%. will forget about this if you put together a good showing in summer and depending on how many seeds the LEC gets, fourth might be good enough, right? To get you to worlds. Let's see. Um actually maybe not because then Vietnam is back and I think that's part of the reason why uh there is a fourth in this ah, either way, that's that's all jibber jabber. But real quick, just around the around the horn, keep it brief. Where do you think Fnatic finish in the summer? If they don't make any changes and things kind of progress as however you expect, where do you think they finish in the summer? Regular season. Oh, regular season. Actually, no, at, at, or or playoffs. I say at the, the same place. I, I, like fourth, fifth. I don't see them overcoming unless they have a miraculous kind of like, like they see God suddenly in the break <laughs> and then they come to the summer and they're instantly clicking like this. Because like you said, they have the individual talent, but it is really hard to build really, really good cohesion, right? Mm. Um, I can't see them beating... Guys like G2, obviously, but also Rogue, who are known to play very well as a one single unit. And even Mad. Like, Mad Lions are really, really good. They play Mad very Lions aggressive. are the king of cohesion. You can't operate at the breakneck piece that the breakneck piece that they do, especially against Rogue, and not be a unit. Exactly. Like, they play very quickly, but they know how, where, and when. It's like very specific aggression. Like, you know where to pinpoint when to go ham and when not to. Sometimes what's, they uh, don't. What, what's Camille's voice line when he's selector, right? Precision is the only thing between a butcher and a uh, difference between a butcher and a surgeon, right? Exactly. All right. right? And with that, uh, Meg, where do you think they finish? Here's where I have like the, t the little angel and the devil on my shoulder. There's reason, and then there's like the deluded fan in me. Um, yeah, I realistically, they probably finish about the same place, maybe a little higher if they can, like, maybe. Oh. God. Yeah, no, I think they probably go to Worlds. 
but I don't think they do it in particularly like triumphant fashion. Like I they think stumble they, in. They yeah, stumble they into the door. Limp in. You have upset who's like dragging all of them <laughs> in like a big net behind him. I think they yeah, make it to yeah. worlds. I don't think it'll look clean, and I don't know how well I think they will do at worlds, but I think they'll get there. Okay. I, Pablo, I don't do think, think I don't think they are going to worlds, especially if we have three spots on the LEC for worlds. I feel like Rogue, G2, and Mad Lions are like super like 10 times better um play better as a team um in my opinion have individuals that at least the current meta fits better i would mm-hmm. say uh because i think for example maybe rock it's a team that people can with with some time learn how to play because i feel they don't mm-hmm. have like much styles they play kind of the same especially I think that's something really, really um, good for them on the regular season. But I feel like they are they are paying for that on on playoffs with with the recent series that that we watch against Mad Lions and um, the upcoming series against G two. I feel like would be kind of the same. But mm-hmm. I see I see these three teams like ten times better than than Fnatic, and I don't. They they have to change a lot their mentality. Uh, I mean, if they change uh, some some pieces on the roster, the things could be probably different but if they keep the roster they keep the coaching staff and everything like how it's now um i i'm not sure and i doubt a lot that they can fix these problems that that they have um as a as a team so if 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 we have four spots probably maybe it would be between shock and and fanatic probably something Mm -hmm. like that 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 there is a, a a decent chance there, but if we have three spots, I don't think they they will make it into worlds, honestly. So moving into the other two teams, then Mad Lions took down G two in uh, what stood out to many people as what do you think it was like banger. as the the one banger, uh, two. I think that Absolute will forever banger. be remembered, especially if G two don't win, uh, or if they come up with the same stuff against Mad in the finals, assuming they be Rogue, as the. Why was Reckless on Karma again? Game the like that worked on Seraphine, you know, because Seraphine is a disgusting champion. But Karma is a lot more utilitarian, and you know that that mechanical ceiling. It's, it felt like it, they weren't really playing to their strengths. But that being said, Mad Lions did still outplay them, really, really kind of front to back. Uh, what did we see there, and what do we think? I mean, this is kind of moving into. Uh, actually, we'll, we'll save that for later. In this one, I mean, what what's got to change for G two to to come out on top, or or you know, why would Mad? Uh, <clears throat> wh- why do we think that this is repeatable for Mad no, Lions if we do? Okay, well, first off, G two needs to play to their players' strengths, just because it works as a team comp. And this is something that I heard in an interview with Sven is that it's more than just a five versus five. You got to think about the players that are piloting the champions, mm-hmm. and I think putting. This is literally just Jenna ADC all over again for this guy, right? It's like it might work in theory and it might have worked like in scrims or whatever, but you are severely lowering your ceiling by putting one of the best late game ADC players in Europe and the best ADC ever of the region on Karma. Yeah. It was a very like head scratching and I think it's one of the problems with a lot of the conversation that's like being had around drafting at the moment where there's a lot of like conversation of the perfect draft and like the ideal way to play and that there is one like shining standard of drafting that you should look to as you're like this is perfect this is what you should do this g2 comp was not bad if you turn nameplates off when you turn the nameplates on it's terrible like like again, I I'm just, not gonna say that Reckless is bad at um, these champions. It's just he's way better on traditional EDCs. I'm like, I'm going to be like kinda the lawyer of the devil here <laughs> okay, by okay. saying that I think that the first drum the, the first draft is very legit uh, from from G2. I think the second one is uh, like hmm. I if I if I say what what I think about the draft, <laughs> I'll I will be probably in jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will I will probably be in jail, but I think that's a turbo <laughs> turbo like int from from g2 like the second one but i think that the first one is is very legit and i i think that they kind of throw that game of course mad lion uh play really well with that um with that jinx um also i think we will talk about this later but i feel like 
the the step up from from the bot lane into playoffs is huge. Um, yes, from Oof. from Alliance, yes. but yeah. I I feel like they were in a pretty good spot. That Tristana was super super fed. Also, Caps is like uh, it's it's completely crazy with the with the jumps forward mm-hmm. every time because he felt mm-hmm. like he was protected and with the karma with everything and. I think that the main difference between the first comp and the second one is that in the first comp, you had also it wasn't that one one single threat on the comp uh, because on the first one you had the Silas in uh, in right. Wonder Two, mm-hmm. etc. So I felt like you had like more threats and more opportunities, more win conditions. But the second one was unplayable. Like. You also had the cap show, or yeah, and you also had Lucian, which I find that is a worse ADC if you want to play a, yeah, it's a one weird carry. Yeah, I mean, especially if you want to play like a one threat uh, compo, Tristana yeah. have more range, Tristana have mm-hmm. better scaling. Um, mm-hmm. It's but about the mobility, it's, it's it's just different because Lucian have the E, uh, Tristana have the W. That's kind of the same, but yeah, I feel like Tristana is a better ID. Carry so. to funnel, like it's not funnel, but yeah. just to yeah. to protect him yeah. uh, at at yeah, all yeah. cost. But and yeah, so props props to Mad Lion because they they they. I I think that's something that I didn't tweet, but I thought <laughs> because I, I I don't really like the discussion on Twitter, and I <laughs> didn't really want to to tweet about it. But I feel like this was the first series in which I think that the team. That goes against G two wins because they are playing better. I, yeah. I, yeah. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, because for example, yeah. last year it's not it G two like, losing; it's the other team winning. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like last year against Bad Lions with Shadow or Romain. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember. It was three sixty five games, like three six five uh, days ago on uh, one year exactly. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. I, I think it's a pretty cursed date for for G2 now <laughs> but but yeah that that series was um super close it was i remember that last game was a fiesta completely <laughs> the cup yeah. 6 on the on the nexus everything uh like yeah. G2 could probably take that one easily like win literally three autos on the on the nexus like but i lost. feel like they lost. yeah I, I i feel like this time madlens was super prepared uh to play against them they play really really well at team fight which i find that it's uh an strength for for both teams uh, probably mm-hmm. the the two teams that team fight better in in europe um i feel like and honestly it was a really 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 good series in terms of level um i i don't yeah. think that you two played bad because and and they lose because they, they played bad of course game 2 is a bit different because i think they they in that draft and was very unplayable especially um after the play that El Yoya goes into the jungler and they pick caps and get first blood, yeah. Yeah. I mean, wh- when you have a one one threat compo and your your threat get behind, <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Like you can it's you done. can play the game yeah, anymore. Especially yeah. when that threat is Lucian, which kind of goes back to the point of okay, if you're gonna put all your eggs in one basket, don't make it so that 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 basket has to sprout legs and grab the eggs and put the eggs inside his own. Ba- no, like that's not how. That works. Uh, yeah. But going to going to Mad Lions real quick, because you, you had kind of mentioned it, the bot lane, because the, the focus all regular season, and rightfully so, was on the top side of that map. Arma and Elioia were unbelievable. Humanoid had his moments, and he got it, you know, kind of straightened out. Karzi and Kaiser did not have the best start to the split, but in this series, they were unbelievable. And, I mean, the Karzi looked like, or uh, Kaiser, Karzi rather. heard you were talking-ish, you know what Yeah, exactly. Like, no, he, he heard, he heard the whole, like, I don't know if he's a top 580 C in Europe, ah, you know, like, if we're talking just this split, he heard yeah, all that he... shenanigans, and then Kaiser was like, hold my beer, and he channeled his <laughs> inner treats, he was phenomenal, um, and that bot lane, because it's so cool to see this team finally reach, you know, the, the, the peak of what we thought they could be. Everyone yeah. was firing on all cylinders. We, we were all waiting for, okay, Mad Lions. Where is the Mad Lions of the of the players, of the, the rookies that we saw um, yeah. last week that were super, super promising? I also feel like the biggest step up was from Karsi because I think he was playing the lowest and then it's like the, the biggest difference. Because, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I really feel like Kaiser was stepping up progressively through the last couple of weeks. Um, and I think that Carsey was like the main problem with the bottling. But mm. I mean, I was talking to Carsey after after the wing. The interview probably will go out 
like today, tomorrow, uh, should be should be out. Um, and he'll is the kind of guy that say, "Oh, why why are you playing bad on the regular season?" And, he, and he's like, "Yeah, I know I've been playing bad on the regular season, but was just because I was not motivated from playing from the office." I was like. I mean, uh-huh. bro. Okay. <laughs> okay, man. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, um, and and this is something compared to to last series, um, one year ago, etc." What what I said, uh, a lot of people were like, "Yeah, Mad Lions won because they were on the online buff and they are rookies, etc." So I think that's a a, pre- a pretty dead narrative now because they they won the yep. stage, yeah. and 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 yeah, looks like the majority of players like to play for a stage more. Uh, yeah. Probably that's because the COVID situation was around for a while now, and players yeah. are super tired of playing for the office because they don't yeah. find that yeah. that amount of motivation. Probably, I will but, say yeah. for that, like I've been working from home for what, like um, six months now. I would go and sit in a dumpster with my desk and my chair if it meant <laughs> that I got to be somewhere that wasn't the place that I yep. am all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'd go to a Starbucks and drink a latte that costs as much as a Chipotle burrito. I mean, that, like, that's yeah. where Ugh. that's why I, I rented an office, basically, because I was losing my mind at home every Word. single day. Mm-hmm. Good lad. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. of uh, losing our minds... Um, that was actually a horrible transition. There's nothing to do with losing our minds. This might be the most predictable series uh, when it comes down to it. G2 versus Rogue. Who comes out of that, and why is G2 going to win this 3-0? Uh, Tyler. I agree. 3-0? Um, yeah, I mean, we all thought this was going to be the finals, right? Yeah. From Coming from yeah. the regular season. but Everyone except well, maybe Pablo. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Fair. But... It's like G2, I expect G2 to win, but at the same time, it's weird because, like I said before, the fact that, like, Yankos had to say that they don't have a leader to, like, because he said, oh, I'm not going to be streaming a lot because I just need to, I, I, I want to talk to my team because I think I have to. Yeah. Because no one is stepping up to be the lead of the team, so I get, I'm, I'm going to do it. Right? It's like... How much of an affected perks have on this roster to yeah. like ground these guys, you know? Because we know that they're super. It's kind of like a fanatic thing, but not as bad. It's like how much of an affected perks have on the rest of the team yeah, to help ground sure. them, because mm-hmm. like obviously they have the talent, but mm-hmm. you know if you lose a person that has like such a huge effect on the way you play the game and the way you play five v five together, like. I still expect GT to come out of this like easily, easily. Yeah. But yeah. We'll, we'll see. Like I'm more interested in seeing how they do against Matt again. So who's so. the player that uh, we'll go to Meg? Who's the player that you're watching on either side that you think could be either the difference for Rogue and them kind of snapping this G2 Kryptonite streak that they have, or is the reason that G2 just decided to take out any sort of frustration they had pent up and just mercilessly beat the dickens out of Rogue? You can tell how I feel this series is going to go <laughs> by my language choice. <laughs> I um I think top lane will be super interesting to watch because mm. you have like Mr. Turtle himself, Odoamne, who can like pretty much withstand like most of the beatings that anyone in the region can throw at him. And then you have Yankos and Wonder who are a fairly lethal like duo combo early. And if like G2 want to look for heralds, then they're gonna have to like beat down Odoamne to get them. But if he can survive that, then G2 are gonna put a lot of time into top lane that's not gonna really get them anywhere. And like mm. Trimby and Hansama, Trimby's not looked the best in this playoffs. He definitely shone a lot more in the regular season, but they are still a very good laning bot right. lane. And they've proven that they can take these early 2v2 kills off some of the best in the league. And I think. I'm not gonna say Rogue will win because that would be yeah i think that would be pushing it quite a bit but i think i personally think that a lot of the difference of this series will be made in the top lane and it's a matchup that i'm very excited to watch and this is when they surprise us and we get like riven versus camille in the top lane (laughs) for every single game because why not right uh pablo one player who are you watching um I think it's uh, the the caps uh, versus Larson is pretty pretty exciting. Like every in every every single game that Rogue face um, face uh, G two, there is like the debate going on, like who is the best mate in Europe, uh, etc. etc. And I think Larson did 
if I remember correctly, like the last game between G2 and Bro was a zero against Lucian, something like that. And I feel like Larsen played really, really well uh, the lane phase. Then he got mm. ganked like three times uh, in a row, and things were went. Uh, which I also think that it's the the way to defeat Rogue. Like getting Larsen behind looks like they are yeah. out of of ideas yeah. when 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 the mid lane is is not g- on, on a good just spot. Farm to three items and then team fight. Yeah, yeah the, basically the, the the two games. Funnily enough, it was basically yeah, it was Lucian Lucian into Azir, and it was Echo into Azir. Yeah. So. Mm. You know, that tells you again. Yeah, and and, and related like to, to, to to what Mac mentioned about you know farming twenty five minutes and then take a fight and uh, go straight into the mid lane and end the game. That's yeah. that that was kind of reflected on. I don't remember the the game exactly, but in the series against Schalke, uh, Larsen is literally zero zero zero, and then he <laughs> he, he gets a quarter kill on the end. It's like literally. It's, over. it's like yeah, literally um, rogue in a in a nutshell, um, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, I'm really excited to see how G2 will approach the the style, and um, related to what they say about, I feel like Matt were better than G2 for probably the the first time in a, in a BO5 in Europe. This is something that reflects very good because the fact that Wunder is playing League now and that Jankos is not <laughs> Jankos is not, yeah. not streaming now because he said they, they need a leader. Looks like they are serious now. Like we go with everything. We we need to prove ourselves. Um and that so is I, terrifying. Yeah, yeah, and that's if they terrifying. Serious? If I if I'm broke, I, I will be terrified definitely. So that's why I'm I think it's going to be a, 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 a yeah. clean sweep from, from G two honestly. And uh, yeah, I, like it's the players of the upset, I would say. But I, I, I had a percent expect a rematch between Matt and and G two on the finals. Tyler, what about you? For for like one player, one player. Man, keep reckless on ADCs and see what <laughs> happens. That's it. I, I just want to see him on ADCs. I don't. I don't want. Don't give me karma. I don't want to see his name under on, on top of karma again. Like, don't give me that nonsense. Like, what are you talking Fair. about, boys? What so, are you doing here? So Tyler's player to watch is Grabs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Grabs. It's uh, Grabs. And 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 that uh, that question right there is that's um that's something that just for a shameless plug on the uh, Sports website. That's a uh, something that'll be going up a little writers roundtable. We're gonna answer that question. A couple more LCS and LEC um, as we get ready for playoffs. Right? This is it's weird because you can only write certain types of types of uh, preview content. You literally don't know the finals in no other sport is that acceptable. Where you have the semis and finals in like back to back days. And it's yep. like, it's like, oh, what do you think the f- about the finals? I don't know. I don't know because I, I don't know I, who's in it. I don't know I half the know. teams. I literally don't know half the teams. Yeah. <laughs> you know. um, but, um, the that, uh, finals is happening on the loser bracket. So uh, actually it's crazy. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Okay. All right. So before we jump into, uh, Meg's, uh, Meg's game, which is just what we're calling it. Meg's game. We don't have a, Meg's game. A, we don't a have name. a more creative name. Yeah. Yet. Um, that's where you come in audience. Maybe. Um, (laughs) round the table no justification just a scoreline and a result the finals what is it oh like are we saying like g2 like like what what do you think the result of the finals will be in the spring in europe just say are we saying teams or just the numbers teams teams and numbers so okay g2 g2 mat lions uh, I don't know if if I'm going to predict with my with my heart or with my your heart head. or your head. Do it, do it with yeah. your heart. Go on, do it with your heart, bro. People I, mean, I, I, you I will, I will, I will go with a three-two, but I'm not sure about the team. Like I, I, I really expect this series to be really, really, really close. If we see like a better U2 and the mat that we saw on the last series, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be a very, very interesting um, final. Hopefully, uh, we are not getting another. Uh, Sweep uh, on the on the final, yeah. which I find really really anticlimactic. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would say stuff, yeah. it's probably hard without watching the series against Rogue, etc. But Mad Lions have a bunch of time to prepare. Yes. Uh, so that's also that's a, an an advantage that's that um, some some people doesn't take in count. So I would say uh, three two for for Mad Lions. So let's hope for for a new champion. Like I really I really want to. To see a new a new um, team uh, on the um, 
checking out this um, G2 fanatic monologo that is going on for the monologo. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a, I don't know. Uh, I I I like to see something different on that wall with the titles that is oh, uh, like D2 sure. Fanatic and then Alliance in the middle. But I <laughs> I really want to see something different, right? So I, I'm going to go yeah. with 3-2 uh, Form Alliance. All right. I will say 3-2 G2 over Mad Lions. Uh, Meg, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say 3-1 Mad. 3-1 Mad wow. over G2? Yep. All right, Tyler? Hmm. I'm going to say 3-2 cuz I want a best of 5 against I want a full 5 game series. Yes, please. I'm going to say I'm going to say 3-2 G2. Every, like you how how like every time that I'm like ah the G2 will win until wait, wait, proven otherwise. When have I ever when have I ever said that? Never until this moment. Mm-hmm. I've never said G2 won't win until now. Like this is the only season that I think I've doubted them in the past like couple of years. Like this is the only team the only season where I'm like they could lose against Mad. I mean, Pac-Man is should... a really delusional Fanatic fan. I was like, yeah, they'll Fanatic <laughs> definitely. No. It'll be this shit. That they'll beat I them, mean, and it no, just no, never no. happened. The, the easy, the easy thing to to think is that G two is going to make it through the loser bracket. They they already proved themselves that they can, um, like, have a good a bad day or whatever. Go full testing, whatever. I I I don't really like the narrative that every time that G two is loses because they are trolling, but I I can see a world where they have just a bad day, bad preparation, whatever. They go to a loser bracket and then they get into the finals and 3-0 every 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 single time. So I think that's fair. Um, but talking about performance, it's hard to judge before watching the the series against Rogue again. Yeah. But uh, from what we saw um, so far. Um, I think it's fair to say that it's going to be a close series, and yeah. mm-hmm. I cross my fingers uh, for that, honestly, because I don't want another anticlimactic 3-0 uh, quick finals. Imagine just G2 just sweeps them. They go serious mode, and they just sweep Mad Lions. Just like, don't sorry, put we'll that, use like, our hands this into series. the universe. I mean, if, don't if they fate. if they 3-0 Mad Lions, this podcast is going to be deleted. <laughs> We're gonna look like some fucking idiots, huh? I'm going, I'm going to enter the, the the account and then press the button. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know. Sorry. Oh shucks. That was the delete. That that big and red button was the delete button. Oh, I, sorry. I, oh I didn't my see. gosh. Cr- Why would they make it big know. and red? That's so. That's counterintuitive. It makes me want to press it. Yeah. Very 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 pushy. I I uh, thought it was the share button. Oh, f- sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Better luck next time, I guess. All right, uh, Meg, you are here to pit the, uh, the the three the three amigos here against one another. You have an actual physical card. Uh, I do. I'm. Oh my! A, oh, you got like well, that's the, exciting. I'm prepared. Technology. You got the cue cards. Oh my! I can gosh. barely read it because it's really dark in here. But <laughs> excellent. We'll 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 make it up as we go along. Okay, so this is um, yet another round of the quiz show without a name about champions in the Meg's LEC game. and LCS. Meg's game, yes. as we like to call it. So. Mm-hmm. My first question is, which role oh, has... Explain it to, to, to Paul, oh, he shit, doesn't know the game at all. Oh, shit, you've played it before. Yeah. Basically, I'm going to ask a bunch of questions about champions, about picks and bans, and you have to give me the right answer, and you will probably do better than Hank and Tyler will, because they are notoriously awful at this game. <laughs> so... Ow. Hey, look. We just do that for content. Wow. Yeah, yeah, sure you yeah. do, sure you do. We, we, we sandbag these games for content. <laughs> well, now now you have Pablo who can provide the content, so you two will have to do well and get uh, them all right, huh? Very what about true. The, 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 the comedic effect? Come on. Anyway, so, so, question one. Which role has Tristana been played more in across Europe and North America? Is it mid or is it bot? Um, I guess it's bottling. I'm going to say bot lane as well. Yeah. It is bot lane. She has eight games in bot and four games in mid. Okay. Nice. All right. Okay, so okay. that's a wash. Right, so <laughs> I need to think about how to phrase this question because I've literally just read how I've written it here and I don't even understand what it was that I meant. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Primo so, pasta. So, the, in North America and Europe, one mm-hmm. region's most banned champion is Tristana. One region's most banned champion is Renekton. Which region is which? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Repeat that again, sorry. So, okay, I know, North I know. America and Europe. 
One region's most banned champion is Tristana. Okay. One region's most banned champion is Renekton. Which region is which? Is this all just regular split? This is all playoffs. This is all just in MSS and in playoffs. NA is Renekton 100% because the pre-off Renekton is really low on Euro in comparison to... Yeah, they don't play a lot of Renekton. 100%. I, I, so, I agree. Three Renektons? Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm wrong, I literally cut my arm. I'm 100% <laughs> sure. We can edit that uh, out later. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll edit that out. <laughs> uh, well, you won't need to because it turns out you are right. The NA's most banned champion Oof. is Renekton and okay. Europe's most banned <laughs> champion is Tristan. Arm, so arm, arm saved. We have Pablo back for another day of writing at Dot. He's not going oh, to go. There was genuine relief on your face. Ano- another yeah. another day with two arms. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Right. You should have you should have you should have baited him out. He's like, "Well, well you have the you ambulance see, here's on the thing. <laughs> Prosthetics have advanced a lot lately, so you'll yeah. probably be- You could go full winter soldier. It could be good for you." Exactly. <laughs> right. Next question. What is the most picked champion in the LEC playoffs? Okay, this is a hard one. Mm. Most picked. Yes. Most pick, picked. pick or okay, pick and not not press. Pick nothing to do with bands. We're not thinking about bands. This is purely uh, just locked in. Okay, give, I have to think about this one. Oh my god. Most I was nice with the first couple. Yeah. So like they were played. Yes. Just in play. That is what picked means, yes. Just in playoffs. <laughs> we really made her give three definitions of the word. <laughs> it's really uh, easy for me to feel smug because I have the answer written. Because you got here, the answers in front But of I you. just don't think I would have known it if I didn't have it written down. Most picked. Okay, okay. I, I will go with Udir. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm between Udir and Rel. Because I feel like Hecarim gets banned out, Udir slips yeah. through, and it's like with the supports, it's like the same thing between that and Alistar. All right, Pablo, you said Udir? Yeah, I go with Udir. I will go with Rel just to be just to be a little different, but I it could be either one of those. That's uh, in my opinion. Yeah, Rel could okay. be too. Tyler, I'm going to need a lock-in from you. I want to make it spicy and not pick the same champion, even though they sound right. And you're right about Hecarim, because I was thinking of t- picking him, but he's mm-hmm. usually banned. I, I was thinking about Tristana, but he's permaban, so... Yeah, yeah exactly. if it's only picks... I'm gonna need an answer. Oh man, because I want to get spicy. I want to get spicy. If you're gonna get spicy, but those you two need to answers are quickly. correct for sure. I'm just gonna say Kaisa then. Uh, you are actually right. It is Kaisa. Let's oh. go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about Udir. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking about yes. Udir. Um, I. I, I I, I celebrated too hard. My camera's blurry. <laughs> but but yeah, that the the champion pool on on ADC some players was not too large. It's honestly. not great. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and in jungler you have Ekar in some games, Lilia some games, Bolivar some games in playoffs too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that honestly makes sense. Okay. But it's yeah. so it's is, is super hard to guess. Like you have like five. Don't worry, there's more of them. Okay, thank you. So, so this is just <laughs> okay. All right. For, okay, for the record, Pablo, you were you were second. Uh, so it just LEC playoffs, right? Is what you said, man. Yep. Okay. okay. I want to yep. see. I want to see how far off I was. So, Kaisa at seventeen, Udir at fifteen, Hecarim and Rel at twelve each. Not bad. Those are stats. Not bad. Okay. Right. Let's Next go. question. That's insane. That's insane. I hate that. Dude, I was gonna say Udir, and I'm like, <laughs> that was man. some sick sense. Damn. Right. What is the most picked champion in the MSS mid-season showdown? Mm. <laughs> well, yo, who watches? Well, <laughs> well, well. <laughs> it's not like a couple of us literally uh, get paid to, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, I uh, picked right. Yes, just picked. Uh, no bans, no nothing. I think Nar. Yeah. <sighs> I, I mean, I, I need, I need, I need two seconds to recap <laughs> what I saw from an. If you Google, I'm gonna kill you. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> yeah, not, he's on his phone. I'm, not Google, I, I, I'm, not I'm gonna Google it, but I locked in my answer. I'm gonna say Nar. I just want to look. Actually, no, Nar no, no, no. is a potential I'm not option. 
<sighs> but I don't know because the Puyos are very different in NA. Like you have Renekton here, you don't have Renekton. Here, I'll example. yoink it. I'll say Udyr right now because I don't want. I'm gonna say Udyr. Okay, so we have Nam, we have Ude, and we have. Shoot, I think I trolled. I know that those two are prios. I trolled. I went too fast. Nar is a prio pick for top laners. I will go with. I don't know, like Alistar. I will go with Alistar. That's not a bad shout. I cannot believe I'm saying this, but Tyler is right again. It's Ude. <laughs> yes. Okay, so yes, I'm I, not trash. I, I, I G2'd it. I, I, got I, I, I should probably just say the same as Europe. And maybe with, with two other picks, I had a, a decent chance to get one right at least. Right. And final question. This one might be easier. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> so, in the playoffs, is... Karma's LEC win rate higher or lower than Seraphine's? Can you repeat, In the please? LEC playoffs. So, in LEC playoffs, which okay. champion has a higher win rate, Karma or Seraphine? We have to say it at the same time, though, because it's going to be... Well, actually, it doesn't matter. I'm going to say Seraphine I has say a higher so. win rate. I go with Seraphine. I, th I think it's Seraphine, too. I think she's 1-0, unless I'm missing a Seraphine game. Wait, wait, wait. Repeat the question, please. So... <laughs> Which of these two champions has a higher win rate in the LEC playoffs, Karma or Seraphine? I don't know if Seraphine was actually picked on playoffs. I, I yeah. will go. I will go with Seraphine because Karma lost a couple of games on the on the series again with with you two. So. Someone played Seraphine. <laughs> Try to throw away your lead like that, man. I mean, so, so, <laughs> hey, I, someone played Seraphine, but it should be what? like on the first stage. Who, who even watches play. LEC? It's trash, right? Come on. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to get some angry people in your mentions. Come on. <laughs> all right. It so is. We're all, we're all locked in? Seraphine. 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 It is Seraphine. Okay. okay. But what, what are the numbers? The, the, they won, right? The she, won has a, she has a 100% win rate, and Karma's is. But the big rate should I, be like two or something like that. Yeah. It's one. She had one game okay. and it was ADC. Yeah, it, it was Neon, something like that. No, it was it was uh, reckless in game was, five against uh, Shock. Remember? Oh, it, yeah, all right. Yeah. That disgusting. Where he was like also four million. I mean, it's, it's was hard. Seraphine also in a G two game too? Right. Yeah. Right. She was only in a G two game. Yeah. Reckless plays for G two. <laughs> yeah. No. So Seraphine. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I thought I he's thought, not. He's not a fanatic. I anymore. thought the guy was some fanatic. <laughs> oh my god! That's oh. where the confusion came from. All right, so yeah. I think uh, what Tyler wins, right? I think so. Never you thought that happened. Here we are. You, you hate hey, to you gotta hear let it. me go first because you literally took my pick. You hate to hear it, but to yeah, the right Tyler answer. wins. Pick quicker. That Kaisa one, I'm still salty about because that was just off the top of your head. That was ridiculous. <laughs> The Kaisa one, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so invi invi guess. invite me for another podcast, and I'm not leaving the podcast until I win one. Until he wins. All yeah, right, keep, keep this is good. Out. Yes, Meg's game is a smash hit, much better than uh, than who he played for, which just tilted Pablo into. It made him rage quit. Whereas I was, now I was actually tilted. I was actually. He was. <laughs> Understandable. Now he's responding with 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 overcoming the adversity. He's not leaving until he wins another round of Meg's game. So hopefully we'll have that uh, on later. We're going to take it to a, uh, a very quick break and do the world's fastest uh, LCS roundup on the other side of things because apparently we're trying to keep it under an hour. God only knows if we will actually get there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to part two of episode 16 of the Critical Strike podcast. Enrique Damore, Tyler Scarra, Meg K, and... You our names Sorry, my, my, brain, my brain stopped working there for a second. I was thinking about six different things. Oh, um, and all six of them were the LCS in the midseason showdown uh, that is on the same schedule as the LEC playoffs, which I thought was weird that they're both Saturday-Sunday, whereas usually Europe is on the Friday-Saturday yeah, um, yeah. grind. But, hey, mm. all-day League of Legends on your weekdays, uh, or on weekends. Yeah, but I, I also find that... LCS gets uh, super benefit from the from the rates that LEC does, so maybe that's mm -hmm. the reason. Mm -hmm. A little, uh, reason little, little, little buff, a little like a little boost, yeah. It's like yeah, when you're, uh, like, it's like when you're learning how to ride a bike without I, I remember, wheels. I remember here. last last weekend was actually crazy buff. Like, um, I think the the LBP, which is the the mm -hmm. um, like regional broadcast here, had more viewers with the mat. Um, actually, I think it was Schalke G two 
had more viewers than TSM against I don't know what team, but yeah. it was actually crazy. <laughs> oh no! And then and then the right comes and it's like okay, it's fixed. It. Look at our our viewership. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so uh, it's, a, I think, it's a mayor buff. It's, yeah. Yeah, I think two. I guess it was two weeks ago or last weekend. Uh, not this past, two weekends ago. CB Law um, was in the middle of a great reverse sweep. Uh, Pain Gaming taking down Loud Gaming. Yeah. Um, Pain. Loud. Loud Pain in a reverse uh, best of five. Uh, that's final. It's going to be. I'm so freaking excited. <coughs> Pain, yeah. split. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, but a couple series did happen this past weekend. Uh, C9 TL, C9 over TL in 3 to 1 fashion. TSM over 100 Thieves in 3 to 1 fashion. Uh, Tyler, we'll start with TSM uh, and 100 Thieves. TSM looked really, they, they looked a lot better than 100 Thieves. I didn't even think 100 Thieves looked that bad, honestly. But Really? But TSM, I, I, not as bad as I thought they were, but it kind of because maybe, maybe it's kind of what you're going to get to is that TSM didn't look like a team that was like taking 100 Thieves super seriously and maybe they didn't have to. Maybe it was like, look, we're going to beat that. Like the real challenge is TL. Um, I mean, it, it, look, it was a sloppy series. 3-1 is about what I think was deserved. <clears throat> TSM played better because I think they just are better. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, okay. it wasn't pretty. I'll be straight up honest. This was, like, a horrible series from both sides. I think that <clears throat> 100 Thieves has a lot to work on. Has a lot to work on. They need to figure out how they're going to play with FBI and Someday. <clears throat> they're mid... Excuse me, sorry. Their mid lane situation needs something. Something needs to happen there. Like, I don't think Ryoma is the solution. Um, blows my mind that they haven't played Damante in yet. But him on non-control mages, like Lucian and, and Tristana, like, it's a no-go for me. TSM plays like the anime character, like 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 you know how like main characters in like shows, like you know they're not gonna die because they're the main character. The plot armor. They have plot armor. TSM plays like they know they have plot armor, so they just do the most ridiculous things and it works out suddenly. Like it's, they they'll 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 lose dragons, they'll they'll lose team fights randomly, and suddenly they'll just. But then Speaker will just steal them. Speaker will just steal a, a a Baron randomly, and it's just like. And then suddenly, 100 Thieves is running at them and insta-dying. Like, there was a team fight where Ryoma tried to, like, insta-pop Power of Evil on Syndra, and he just got ulted in the face, <laughs> and he just instantly died. And it's like, how are they getting away with this? Like, you shouldn't be winning, and yet they're running at you face first. It's just like, when I look at T TSM, they weren't playing, like, if, if they're going to play the same way against TL... They will they're, get stumped. They will get. Stumped. They will lose. Yeah, and it looks so, like there is another great uh, year for for NA on the international <laughs> stage once again. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! I don't know. Yeah. I, I I will say though that like if this does go the way we think it's gonna, which is you know, TLB TSM winning, probably. Yeah. Yeah, but that gives that makes me more excited about. NA's international prospects because I think Perks has a tremendous amount of experience. I worry like maybe a little bit about Fudge just because again, international stages like the top lane international pool is it's disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. Con like Fudge, Fudge could Fudge could Fudge. play a legitimately unbelievable series and the game is life and Kana Nuggery will just oh, no. take yeah, yeah, that's that's dumps look. all over that the board. That was what I What a trial by fire. Fudge your first against Nuggery. Uh, oh my god! I can't even. It's think it's, of it. it's it's very hard to hear, especially if you watch um, today's series of Fun Plus that oh just destroyed. Um, yeah, um, RNG. They three of them. It was a massacre. Yeah. With yeah. Massive and like my my boy Fudge is not is not Zhaohu by any stretch of the imagination. That's gonna and be. And of course, it's not Nuguri, brutal. So. No, but hey, look, but look, Fudge is playing a lot better. Fudge he has playing. improved. He's grown. He has improved tremendously. Yes, um, yes. Like there with like there, I was listening to a, a, a North American Amateur podcast. They're kind of talking about like oh how like crazy certain buyouts are just like how like because contracts are so big that the buyouts you know get super inflated. Fudge. There were talks that Fudge's buyout, even though he's not making nearly this much because he was such a prized rookie, the buyout for him was literally up around a million dollars. That was an. <laughs> And look, 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 
Look, I, that, that is not a reflection on fudge. That is a reflection on inflated salaries in North America. Not even that's inflated salaries, not as much, because, like, look, million? there is no salary that's cap. That's a lot of like, money, huh? Yeah, but it's just because, like, these contracts are so big. And, like, in, the, in the lower levels, uh, my boy uh, Cubby, he's a North American uh, amateur caster, a really just intelligent fella. It's just the, these these contracts are way too big in the amateur scene and like, you know, mm-hmm. the, the pay itself in the amateur scene isn't, is, is fine. And like some of these orgs, these amateur orgs that are taking down T like, you know, TSM Academy and stuff, they're not getting paid at yeah. all. Yeah. Right? I think, I think that's one of the main reasons why the Academy system in Europe works and in an, in an aid doesn't work. Like there, mm-hmm. of course there, there is exceptions to the rule, uh, tactical, um, lost, whatever, definitely these kind of players. But, uh, in general, it's a system that doesn't work because I think it has the kind of same problems that the major league have, like the LCS have compared to the LEC. And uh, if the LEC, I feel like if the LCS doesn't fix this, the academy won't be fixed. So I I don't think they are going to change things in academy before they change in the in the LCS. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I do think that North American amateurs taking a lot of steps in the right direction. Um, like, like the fact that you, yeah, the fact that you've got amateur orgs beaten up on you know guys like again, no flame to these guys, but like the likes of Hauntzer and Cody Sun, these guys that you know are were LCS veterans. They come down into academy and they're getting kicked around by you know me and the boys right <laughs> on amateur right. That is a very good thing. That is a very good thing. What, uh, there's you- a jungler on one of the teams who's I think his name's like his he's RBM. But it stands for like yeah, yeah, really yeah. big meme or really big meme, <laughs> and it's RBM like, sick. Yeah, and it's like you can't. <sighs> These players have been to worlds, and then imagine my imagine guy RBM, the my guy really big like, meme in the jungle is yeah. just beaten up on them. In who, 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 who played you? On them. Really, really big, big memer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but going back to uh, the, the the top lane discussion here, look. Fudge is playing a lot better. You know, Zven spoke really really highly of him. Did an interview with Travis Gafford that where he said like, Zven said. I had no doubt that Fudge had the tools to be the best top laner in the LCS. And look, I, I, I trust Ven, right? I don't know what Fudge's ceiling is going to be, but that guy has an eye for talent. He's been around. Um, mm-hmm. He's going into a matchup against Alfari that, well, actually, okay, a little presumptuous. I'm assuming that TL is going to beat um, 100, or, uh, TSM, rather. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. Can we. D- does anyone have strong objections to that, legitimately? Because I don't want to talk about a potential Not a C9 single objection no, no, no. here. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> if anything, it'll be a game. TSM takes a game. But from what I've seen so far from, from their past series, especially against 100 Thieves, I, I'm not convinced about their ability to beat TL. Because um, I don't think... <clears throat> I don't think that they have have it figured out against that team. No. Right? I um, will only say that I, I'm more excited for the... Reginald post-game tweets done for the <laughs> TSM games. The classic. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I like yeah, the fun if, service. If TL do, you know, go on to face Cloud9, what do we think of that series? That top lane matchup especially. Tyler, you pulled up uh, some really interesting data points on MVP frontrunner Alfari. Alfari, well, he was a smurf during the regular season, right? Mm-hmm. But if you look at his champion pool it's been limited to and this got brought up by again sven is that his champion pool is very limited to three champions which is nar renekton and gp right if you look throughout the entire split if you look at even through the lock-in if you look at his champions that he's played that are not nar gp and and and, and renekton he's only won one game on a unique champion which is camille he has not won on anything else besides Nar, Renekton, and GP. So <clears throat> he's not, like, like as much as everyone wants to say he's a top lane god, he's only a top lane god if you allow him to be. Yeah. And, and so, so far, everyone has allowed him to be. So kind of moving forward, if you're Rainover, what do you do? You, well, they did In draft. perfectly against... They, they, their, their, their plan against... Alfari was already perfect, right? I think that, one, they now know how to work with Fudge to give him the tools to succeed against Alfari and also to try and draft and force him onto champions that he doesn't know or isn't as comfortable on. And so 
because Alfari has been one of the biggest things about TL in terms of why they fear that team, it's like if you can push him to play another champion that's not those three or have him play one of those champions but like throw a ton of like attention at that lane so that he can't just lane kingdom the hell out of fudge, you're good, right? We know that Tactical hasn't been performing as well as we thought he would be this season. Core JJ, again, same thing. TL is kind of beating themselves in a way. Like, they don't put Core JJ on non-playmaking champions. It doesn't make sense. It's kind of the same thing with Reckless on, on Karma. You're severely limiting your potential to win by putting on something that is not... It might work in theory or in scrims, but we all know that Core JJ is a god on, on playmaking champions, on tanks like Alistar and Rel. So don't put him on stuff that you know that is like... It just doesn't work. And I guess that maybe it was a wake-up call this past, like the past series that they had. Maybe it was a wake-up call. Would so, hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, it's comparable. I, I like the comparison to to the reckless karma thing, because I I feel like this is probably some screen fake data. I feel like probably yeah. for for in both cases, like mm -hmm. it it can work, and probably it work on screams like last year or whatever. But if they like say okay let's stop let's talk about this and then reevaluate um if this is it's worth it basically to have a a player um that is that good in another completely different role uh inside his own role of course but yeah. um yeah in the case of reckless it's like late game magic Aries, like cyber Susana, kaisa now whatever and in case of Corey yeah yeah i think it's um every every single support that has the 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 chance to to make plays to to engage etc so yeah it's it's weird i i think we won't see um much more of of this kind of um this kind of things uh weird things i would say um, yeah. In the in the upcoming uh, series in both NA and, and EU because I think Hopefully. it's not worth to uh, yeah. put your one of your best mechanical players in both cases uh, in this kind of champions. Yeah, no, yeah. like don't put him on Tom Kench. Don't don't put like yeah, Seraphine is really really strong. But... Just don't. Like why are you putting him on Tom Kench? Like what? Yeah, like it's... come on now, that's such a waste of just pure. He was the MVP and considered to be one of the best, like the best player in, in, in the region last year, and you're putting him on Tom Kench, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. It depends. Like, TLTSM, that's a wash, but like C9, don't, don't shoot yourself in the foot before you get into the fight. <laughs> like, like, at least give yourself a fighting chance and then try to adapt when C9 tries to throw some weird stuff at you in terms of bans and drafting and etc. And then you can adapt during the series in terms of playing against them. But yeah, don't don't shoot yourself in the foot before you even get onto the rift. Like, there's no point anymore at that point. If so you're putting him on a Tom Kench, you're like, you're handcuffing your hands behind your back before exactly. you've started. Like, you just, I... Yeah. It's, it's always really weird to me. It's why I was always kind of like... The Mickey X Tom Kench was always a little, like, strange to me. When you have a player that is, has such a good eye for taking good engages on team fights, and you have a player that's so good in the early 2v2 and you mm -hmm. put them on like a glorified like baby stroller that's just designed mm -hmm. for like getting your AD carry places and like making sure your AD carry yeah. doesn't die, it feels like for a sure. weird choice. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's just if it worked, like it might have worked before, but you gotta like you have to think of the players piloting the champions. Is it worth to put him on something that he is not comfortable or has not shown like? Yeah, it's just the pros and cons of it. And at the end of the day, like, usually it's not worth it. So, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully for both those teams, the bounce down to the lower bracket was a, <clears throat> a bit of a wake-up call. Um, all right, finals predictions, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll get out of here. Um, okay. I'll start. I think Cloud9 take it 3-2 to two over TL. I think TL will go through a bit of a wake-up call. I think they'll 3-0 or 3-1 TSM. Um, I think they will give Cloud9 a good fight, but... Cloud9, uh, just pound for pound are the better team. Perks has more experience in the best of fives. He's got a deeper champion pool. The Perks playoff buff is real. We saw him go absolutely ballistic uh, in, in the playoffs so far. Um, yeah. He's a ton of fun to watch, and I hope Cloud9 win as, as much as I'm literally seating in a TL secret match. <laughs> on his chair. Uh, but for North American international prospects, I hope that Cloud9 are our representatives because I think that gives us the best shot of, I don't know, 
taking a game off damn one. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't wow. Say it. Um, Someone clipped that real quick. Wow. My man okay, said you're, it. You are officially clipped. I Yo, dude. Shameless. This guy said it. take uh, a game off damn one? Who gives are us the you? best chance. Now, you know, was it a 5% can't now? Wait. It's a 10% chance? Can't, oh. can't wait for the for the can against uh, the, uh, the cold takes. Con into here. fudge. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, that is coming uh, to a, or, to a or, Twitch stream or, near you in early May. As Hang would say, fudge into Kang, like the other way around. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Khan's the one that's got to be afraid. He better <laughs> yeah, watch out. His Khan days are numbered. Afraid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler, what do you think? TL beats TSM 3-1, and then, and then the same thing for C9, 3-1. I, I will go yeah. with, with this 3-1. Uh, I'd say 3-1 um, too. On Cloud9 over, over, over yep. Team Liquid, yeah. I think, was, it, I think, was it Reckless that said 3-1 is the coward's prediction? It's a coward's prediction. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, it, it might be a, a, a sweep, like a 3-0 in the finals. Uh, I expect Team Liquid to be in, of course, with a pretty mm -hmm. solid uh, performance. But I, from what I see, uh, Perks is like on, his, on a pretty decent level. like the, And I think it's a step enough when it really matters, like in players. Yeah. And uh, I feel like if he keeps playing like that, um, and Sven and, and Bulkan, I think, are, are putting really, really well from, from they're what I so saw consistent. so far. Yeah, they're they super consistent. consistent. Um, I, I think Cloud9 will, will take it. So I, I would change and, and say like a clean sweep uh, 3 0. Okay. All right. So yeah. this might be the playoffs where we don't get a single five game set. Um, I hope that that's not the case. Um, but regardless of what is the case, a big thank you to Bloop for being on. Really do appreciate uh, the time, my friend. Uh, yeah, it was a joy you, talking to you, as always. Uh, Meg and Tyler, thank you so much for being here. Of course, uh, coordinating across four diff four unique time zones. And we did Sheesh. We put together, a, I think, a great episode. So yes. for everyone I mentioned, uh, this has been the Critical Strike Podcast. Listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, uh, oh, Google, on, Play, Google Play, and Anchor. I did it. Let's go. Did you say pocket cast? No, I didn't. I didn't do it. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll get him next time. We'll get him next time. We'll next time. Next we got time. this. Next time. Okay. Easy. All right. So yeah. until next time, I've been Henry Gay Uh, and we'll see you next time.